there's a quiet understanding when we're gathered in the spirit it's a promise that he gives us when we're gathered in his name there's a love we have in Jesus there's a manna that he feeds us it's a promise that he gives us when we're gathered in his name and we know when we're together sharing love and understanding that our brothers and our sisters feel the oneness that he brings thank you thank you thank you jesus for the way you love and feed us for the many ways you lead us thank you thank you lord thank you to worship on this 10th Sunday after Pentecost. Whether you are joining us on our radio broadcast, our podcast, via our YouTube channel, we are so glad you have found your way to this time of worship. Today, we welcome Pastor Don Wisner, who will be sharing a sermon with us, and we welcome Dale Freeberg, who is here with us sharing special music Welcome, Dale. In preparation for worship, I invite you to light a candle and to gather some bread and wine or juice in order to celebrate Holy Communion a little later on in our worship together. We begin our worship now with a prayer of confession. Wherever you are, I invite you to make the sign of the cross upon yourself as I make the sign of the cross upon us all. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, whose steadfast love is everlasting, whose faithfulness endures from generation to generation. Amen. Trusting in the mercy of God, we join in a prayer of confession. Let us pray. Reconciling God, we confess that we do not trust your abundance and we deny your presence in our lives. We place our hope in ourselves and rely on our own efforts. We fail to believe that you provide enough for all. We abuse your good creation for our own benefit. We fear difference and do not welcome others as you have welcomed us. We sin in thought and word indeed. By your grace, forgive us. Through your love, renew us, and in your spirit, lead us 
so that we may live and serve you in newness of life. Amen. Beloved of God, by the radical abundance of divine mercy, we have peace with God through Christ Jesus, our Lord, through whom we have obtained grace upon grace, and our sins are forgiven. Let us live now in hope, for hope does not disappoint, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Amen. We join together in singing our gathering hymn this morning. Oh, sing to the Lord, hymn number 800. 22, we're going to sing verses 1, 3, 4, and 5 together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, our defender, storms rage around and within us and cause us to be afraid. Rescue your people from despair. Deliver your daughters and sons from fear. And preserve us in the faith of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading for this morning is taken from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10. A right relationship with God is not something we achieve by heroic efforts. It is a gift received in the proclamation whose content is Jesus Christ. This proclaimed word creates our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hence, Christian proclamation is an indispensable component of God's saving action. A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10. Moses writes concerning the righteousness that comes from the law that the person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart, that is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one in whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. We sing together our gospel acclamation. The Holy Gospel is appointed for the 10th Sunday after Pentecost as a reading from St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side of the Sea of Galilee while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. 
And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. It's a tradition among many Lutheran congregations that have a Scandinavian background that in their sanctuaries they suspend from the ceiling a, a replica of a boat. Usually it's like a three-masted sailing ship and, uh, and it hangs sometimes over the pulpit. It's an important, it's an important addition for these people for two reasons. Number one, it's a ever-present reminder of their immigrant background, how their ancestors came to this place, mainly by sailing ships. It's very, very important in these days when immigrants are receiving less than hospitable receptions. But for our purposes, it's important to remind a congregation that the image and the metaphor that works best is the one that is in our gospel for this morning, and that is we are part of a boat. In fact, if we were in presence this morning in a congregation, I would probably be in the pulpits and you would be sitting in what is called the nave, which has its roots in the word navy, the boat. Now, of all the stories and all the events in Jesus' life, Matthew chose to preserve this one for very particular reasons. Sometimes we think that, well, the main reason is it's such a spectacular, phantasmagorical experience. I mean, Jesus walking on water. Um, but perhaps there's a better reason. Uh, Matthew did not want to dazzle his congregation. He wanted to teach his congregation. What is there in this story, this account of Jesus calming the sea and walking on water? What is there that it's important to preserve for a congregation in Matthew's time? Matthew's congregation was in great transition. These are people that came out of Judaism they were now in, a, really, in a sense, in a foreign place. Many of them, many of them were frightened. And the desire, of course, often when we are frightened is we want to return to something that is much, much safer. And, and they too probably experienced that. They want to go back. But remember, 
Jesus always calls people forward, not backward. The story has to do with, in fact, Jesus made them get into the boat, forced them into the boat, his disciples, to take them to the other side. We live in a time right now of great turmoil. We are in the boat. And Jesus desires not to take us back to what we experienced previously as an old normal, but rather instead we are in the boat because Jesus calls us through these perilous times and turmoil, being battered as it were, to go to the other side. And that's a frightening experience for many of us because we are much more secure with what we have known than what we do not yet know. Which leads us then, I suppose, to some understanding of what faith is actually about. David Brooks, speaking at the National Cathedral, in what for him is not his genre, he's a columnist, a journalist, but not a preacher, he said that each day we have to take the chance of returning to Jesus' teaching. Each day we have to take the chance of returning to Jesus' teaching. Maybe that is something about what faith really is, that each day we have to risk getting out of the boat and taking the chance that in the midst of turmoil, Jesus is there. I believe that is what faith is about. Luther said each day we have to relive our baptism. But remember, baptism too is a journey forward. Baptism is for each of us going to the other side. And interestingly enough, we leave the old, we risk the chaos of water, and we arrive safely at a new home. That's what we are called as Christians to do, particularly in these times, to risk the fact that in the future, Jesus is there for us the same as Jesus has been in the past. Many congregations, and ours probably in particular, are spending many, many hours these days and worrying about what will we do to return to normal. Perhaps our time would be best spent trying to determine what shall be the next normal. We are not called to go back to safety. We are called to risk a new shore and a new place. These are indeed perilous times. There are times when the faithful are gathered together in the boat. And our promise is that Jesus will be there in the midst of us. Jesus did not say of you of little faith. Jesus did not say a scolding word. Jesus said, come, I, I will give you courage. The word courage is an interesting word. It, it comes from the Latin cur, to means to have heart. Jesus said, I will, I will give you heart. That's what I will give you. 
I have a good friend that's a thoracic surgeon and oftentimes we sit around at night and we talk about what we each do and they're very, very different things that we do, but we do have some things in common. One time I asked him, I said, Bob, why did you become a thoracic surgeon? And he said, the first time I held a human heart in my hand, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. The word heart is the equivalent of life. Jesus said, I have come, have courage, have cure, have heart. Translated, have life. That's what the gospel brings us. In the midst of fear, in the midst of doubt, in the midst of peril, Jesus' promise is still the same. I've come to give you life, and I've come to give you life in abundance far beyond your imagining. Now that can be frightening, but it also can be a great adventure. Amen. Yeah. We continue our worship as we sing together our hymn of the day. My life flows on in endless song, hymn number 763.
Together, we confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended to heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We join together in prayer. Confident in your care, O God, and helped by the Holy Spirit, we pray now for the church, for the world, for all who are in need. We pray for your whole church throughout the world. Give courage in the midst of storms so that we see and hear Jesus calling us to take heart, to trust that God is with us, even in the midst of our fear and uncertainty. Give us courage to follow Christ into new opportunities to serve and to minister in his name. Lord, in your mercy, hear Hear our our prayer. prayer. We pray for the well-being of your creation. Protect waterways and forests, lands and wildlife from exploitation and abuse. We pray for all who have been affected by Hurricane Isaiah's. Bring support and emergency aid to all those in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the nations of the world and their leaders. In you, steadfast love and faithfulness meet, and righteousness and peace intertwine. May nations in conflict know peace that is the fruit of justice and create justice that is a path to peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear Hear our prayer. We pray for those in need, for all those devastated by the explosion in Beirut. Be with those who find themselves this day feeling lonely or afraid. Hear the voices of those who cry out in anguish. Support those who are frustrated in their search for an affordable place to live. We pray for those suffering this day, especially Scott Mason, Alice Kennedy, Carolyn Barnhart, Marilyn Lee, the family of Marion Jensen, who passed away suddenly this past week, the family of Chris Vandenberg, who died this past week too. Surround them all with your love. Remind them of your promises. Fill them with your hope and your peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear Hear our prayer. prayer. We pray for our congregation. You have gathered us virtually today as your people, and we thank you for this gift of connection. We pray for those who may be new to our community, 
We pray for students and teachers preparing for a new school year and all the challenges that will certainly entail. Keep them all safe and mindful of the ways we best care for one another. We pray for those who are struggling with unexpected hardship these days. Supply us all generously with your grace for our life together and prepare us all for the road ahead. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. prayer. We give you thanks, O God, for the saints of the whole church from all times and places and for the saints in our lives and in our community whom you have gathered now to yourself as we remember today, especially Marion Jensen and Chris Vandenberg. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. In the certain hope that nothing can separate us from your love, we offer these prayers to you, O God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also, also with, you. with you. I invite you to share a greeting of peace with those you may be gathered um, together with for worship this day, or receive this greeting of peace, peace here from us at OSL. Peace be with you all. I remind you um, that we are grateful for your continued prayers and support and your financial gifts that you continue to share to OSL for our shared ministry. You are invited to simply send in your offering, continue to do so. Um, you can send a check to our office, our church office, or you can use our online giving option as well. You can find information about that online giving option on our website at oslme.com. Again, thank you for your continued support and generosity. We now join together in singing our offertory, Let the Vineyards Be Fruitful. Let us pray. O God of goodness and life, all creation is yours and your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. Water and word, wine and bread, these are signs of your abundant grace. Nourish us through these gifts that we might proclaim your steadfast love in our community and in our world through Jesus Christ, our strength and our song. Amen.
in the night in which he was betrayed. Our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again after supper he took the cup, gave thanks, and he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I invite you now, wherever you are, to either share communion with those you're gathered with or receive the gift of communion yourself. The body of Christ is given for you. The blood of Christ is shed for you. As you celebrate communion, and we welcome again Dale Freeberg, who shares with us special music. What feast of love is offered here? What banquet come from?
the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. God of welcome and grace, in this meal we have feasted on your goodness and have been united by your presence among us. Empower us now to go forth sustained by these gifts so that we may share your passionate, fierce, and neighborly love with all through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. As you go forth into the rest of this day, go forth with this reminder and this blessing. Remember, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor power, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. God the Creator, Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit the Comforter bless you and keep you in eternal love. Amen. Amen. I share with you a few important announcements as I brief you the ministers of OSL. Um, the first of which is a reminder, it's that time of year again when school kits for Lutheran World Relief are being assembled by volunteers of our congregation. Our newsletter, The Scope, contained a list of items that we would invite anyone who'd be able to donate toward that cause. You can also certainly contact our church office to get a copy of that list as well. We are gearing up for virtual Sunday school to begin in the fall. And if you or someone you know would be willing to be recorded reading a Bible story, please contact Pastor Sarah. We would love to include a variety of your beautiful faces and voices sharing those stories with our Sunday school children. I remind you that if you have a prayer concern um, or you would wish to visit with one of your pastors or one of our parish nurses, we encourage you to please reach out to us. We are here for you. And all of our contact information can be found on our website at OSL. Dot com. Please reach out if you have a concern, a thought, a request, anything that we can um, partner with you in support. We welcome your contact. Finally, much thanks to Dale Freeberg for being with us today. It has been a gift to me, a gift to us all. Your lovely and lively music in our midst. Thank you for sharing your gifts this morning. We conclude our worship as we sing together our sending hymn, Shall We Gather at the River, hymn number 423.
O people of God, go now in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God. I've had many tears and sorrows I've had questions for tomorrow There have been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave blessed consolation That when trials come they only make me strong. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in I've learned to depend 
out upon the world in the darkness of the night. Then he turned and he spoke to me. Oh, so sadly he sighed. Tell the people I love them. Tell the people I care. When they feel far away from me, tell the people I'm there. And he said, as I walked up on Calvary, and I poured out my life, I died for each one of them, so that they might have life. I will always remember when he came to me. For once I was blind, but now I can see. Tell the people I love them, tell the people I care. When they feel far away from me, tell the people I'm there. danced in the morning when the world had begun I danced in the moon and the stars and the sun I came down from heaven and I danced on earth at Bethlehem I had my birth dance then wherever you may be I am the Lord of the dance said he I'll lead you all wherever you may be and I'll lead you all in the dance at you. I danced for the scribes and the Pharisees. They would not dance and they wouldn't follow me. I danced for the fishermen, for James and John. They came to me and the dance went on. Dance then wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the dance, said he. I'll lead you all wherever you may be, and I'll lead you all in the dance, said he. I danced on the Sabbath, and I cured the lame. The holy people, they said it was a shame. They whipped, and they stripped, and they hung me high left me there on the cross to die. Dance then, wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the dance, said he. Lead you all, wherever you may be, and I'll lead you all in the dance, said he.
danced on a Friday when the sky turned black. The devil on your back, they buried my body and they thought. Fill it up and make me whole. 